0: I am so excited to announce that for the first time in the existence of Lift Yourself Podcast, I am going to be hosting a virtual event. Now, this is not just any old virtual event. This is a Valentine's special event. I had the idea a couple of weeks ago to create this and seeing as though we are in the month of February and love is very much in the air, no matter whether you are single, married, in a relationship, engaged... Whatever your status is, it's so, so vital to create some time and space to give back to you, to work on the relationship that you have with you and the name that came to me which just felt so aligned to title this event is The Future Is Feminine. We are going to be meeting on the 25th of February at 1pm UK time for 4 hours until 5pm and this will be happening over on Zoom. Now, do you desire to connect with like-minded spiritual sisters? Are you looking for a space where you're not judged for listening to podcasts and talking about crystals, manifestation, human design, and just wanting to delve more into spirituality? Are you fed up with feeling like you always need to be productive to be of worth? Or is your schedule so jam-packed that you struggle to make time for yourself? Or how about do you struggle to receive compliments? It doesn't matter whether they come from a loved one or the coffee barista, you always find yourself batting them away and maybe you're just feeling really drained with the conversations that you're having at the moment as you're noticing that they're very surface level with people who just seem to be stuck in the ways and they're living in a lifestyle that you have outgrown. Or maybe you would just love to be involved in positive, uplifting conversations with a community that makes you feel inspired, activated, to go and make transformational changes in your life and feel even more confident in yourself. If that all sounds like your type of vibe, the future is feminine is the event for you. And what better way to be able to delve into four hours of divine feminine healing, awakening, spiritual growth, connecting with like-minded women, Aligning your life, feeling confident, trusting yourself and implementing self-love practices to be able to receive guidance from your future self or from the comfort of your own home. And if that isn't all, I am running a massive what the F is she thinking style competition for two lucky winners. Now I'm giving away two prizes and there'll be two winners who will receive one each So there'll be a first prize and a second prize. The first prize is winning a place in the next round of my three-month signature course, Free the Feminine, which I've already ran twice and had amazing feedback and transformation and results. And the second prize is winning a 60-minute one-on-one coaching call with me. In order for you to be in with a chance of winning, all you have to do is sign up to the event and follow the instructions that you will receive in your inbox in an email once you have registered to sign up join us all you have to do is click the link in the description of this podcast where you'll be able to find more about the event if you have any questions in particular that i've not covered feel free to drop me a dm over on instagram you can find my instagram also in the description of this podcast if you aren't already following me along this event is for you if you are looking to be more in your feminine energy radiate self-love and receive guidance from your future self I am a huge advocate for feminine leadership, being embodied in your divine feminine energy, the light feminine, the dark feminine. I've been talking about it for years now and I truly believe that when a woman is in alignment with her feminine energy and she is connected to her intuition, receiving guidance and taking that aligned action, a lot of magic can begin to occur and you feel so much more fulfilled positive, grounded and you attract all of the amazing things that you get to experience in this lifetime and what better way for us to be able to meet in the month of love focusing on self-love and divine feminine energy than the future is feminine. I look forward to seeing you there. Now let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to Lift Yourself Podcast. I'm your host, Laura, and I created this podcast to help you feel inspired and uplifted so you can unleash your potential self to the world. In this podcast, I talk about divine feminine energy, female empowerment, personal development, and much more. You can expect a mixture of guest interviews and solo episodes from me, alongside some of my guided meditations. I'm so happy that you're joining me today. So let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the podcast or welcome to the podcast if you are brand new. My name is Laura and I'm your host and I'm so excited that you are joining me this week on the show. I've actually already recorded this episode and I really messed up because I didn't correctly save the file and when I came to edit it completely, it had gone and I knew straight away that I've wiped it by accident of course, it's not been intentional. I take full accountability for that, it is my fault and it's one of those things, it happens and it's not the best, it is frustrating, especially when you put a lot of time into creating things, which if you are a content creator or a business owner, maybe you have a podcast yourself, you will know the time, the energy, and the effort that it takes to put content out there. It doesn't just happen in 10 minutes. Nevertheless, I'm still here. I still wanted to be able to record this episode because there are a lot of amazing things that I was delving into, which I feel is really significant for us to be able to think about, reflect on, and also apply to our life. So here I am. And today I'm going to be talking about magnetising your future self in your feminine energy. Now these two topics being your future self and feminine energy are really close to my heart because they have had such a big impact on my self-development and spiritual growth journey without me having a vision for my future self and how I want her to look and feel. I don't think I would have created the urgency and the momentum to really begin to start to make changes to my life back in 2019 when I realised I wasn't happy, certain decisions that I'd made, I knew I was holding myself back and I had all of this potential within me and a lot's happened since then. I think we all almost forget that 2019 was, what, two thousand and twenty one, two, three, four, five years ago? And that has just gone in a blink of an eye, hasn't it? But I think when I go back to that version of me, having a vision for my future was that big, massive driver and it was the thing that inspired me to begin to make changes and it also gave me a lot of hope and faith. And even when things weren't going right because things don't always go to plan and things don't always happen exactly as we envision it. Whenever things were going off track, having that connection with my future self kept me going and it still keeps me going now. So that's why I think having a desire or a vision that you're moving towards, even though that will evolve in time, it's so key in order to be able to feel that what you're doing in terms of showing up and applying this work has a meaning and it has a purpose. And there's a, even though the end result and the end goal isn't the final destination, it's much more about how you grow as a person and who you become along the way. I know that that's saying really cliche, but it's so so true. That's the part, or those are the parts, that help us evolve and glow up ultimately. And now. The feminine is something that again had such a massive awakening for my life, for my relationship with myself, connection with my body, how I feel, what my body is signaling to me, being able to listen more to my intuition. So when I combine future self and feminine energy and think of the two together, they go hand in hand really well. And I think there's a lot of things that we can learn by being in our feminine energy that can help us attract our future self. It can help energetically make those improvements. It can help shorten or bridge the gap, I guess is the better saying. We're able to listen to what our body is telling us and then we're able to integrate that to see changes and results. I always like to provide some context before I get into talking about feminine energy because I know that it can feel a little bit overwhelming and really complex and quite often things aren't as complicated as our human brain (laughs) likes to make out and things can be quite simple and the best way that I describe feminine energy is through what I've learned, through what I've applied. Of course, this is all my perspective, and I invite you to do your own research, find what works for you. Don't just take everything as I say as gospel. Remember that you have your own inner knowledge and inner guidance system. And if certain things I say don't resonate with you, that's absolutely fine. And if certain things I do say really, really do resonate with you then that's perfect that, that's great it, it's all divine so feminine energy has two parts to it we've got the light and we've got the dark now i'm not going to go into too much detail around those what those both mean in this particular episode but that's when you think about feminine energy there's a polarity there's a polarity in everything in the earth In this universe we've got lightness and we've got dark we've got day and we've got night and then the next layer of feminine energy is the divine feminine which you often hear people talking about being in your divine feminine energy being embodied as a divine feminine woman and then on the opposite side is wounded feminine energy and this can also be referred to as toxic feminine a lot of people don't really like the term toxic I know that we all get that and maybe wounded energy can be a little bit unclear as to what that actually means so toxic behavior anything that is unhealthy anything that is really extreme anything that is negative and it's not in alignment with your future self with with your best self or your higher self or whatever you personally refer to as I know that people have their own preferences of what they like to label things. So, when I'm saying something, don't attach the word, just let it mean whatever it means to you, okay? I think that's so, so, so important. So, we've got the light, and we've got the dark, we've got the divine, and we've got the wounded. Now, the divine feminine is the goal. It's the goal in a sense that divine feminine energy is very secure, very grounded, very nurturing, very compassionate, very intuitive, and she is able to have a certain aura and presence about her that is magnetic to people around her whereas when someone is in their wounded feminine energy the dynamic is very different and there can be a lot of neediness validation being sought external validation manipulation playing games things that aren't in people's highest and greatest good and that's where I always see the divine feminine as something that is in your highest and greatest good or you're acting in accordance to the highest and greatest good for all because you're bringing good not only for yourself for other people as well now it's important for me to add here as well the masculine energy is also necessary and it's not gender specific I don't think I've mentioned this yet feminine energy and masculine energy aren't gender specific. What I mean by that is it's not just women have feminine energy and men have masculine energy. Both genders have both energies and depending on what your primary energy is, depending on who you are as a person, that will be the energy that you naturally sit in. And I always encourage doing some self-reflection to see actually what is your primary energy what is the energy that you really feel at home in because a lot of women especially the women that I've coached have come to me and said I'm a masculine I just know it's masculine energy I'm masculine and then when we stripped it back and we've gone on this coaching journey they've been like actually my primary energy is feminine to my core to my root my inner desire is to be held to be protected to be nurtured and then i've got like the creative parts of of me but really i'm called to the feminine and the only way that you're going to discover that is by doing this work there's no as i say in terms of masculine energy that is healthy that is something that we need as women in order to have direction in order to have structure and focus and drive. And all of those qualities are beautiful. So it doesn't matter what gender you are, it doesn't matter what your sexuality is, what your cultural background is, you have access to divine feminine energy. And you don't have to feel excluded within that I know it can be easy to feel not included in things especially when you're consuming different content online. So really looking into how divine feminine energy shows up for you and knowing that it is available to you. Going back to the masculine, as I mentioned the feminine has divine and wounded. Masculine energy also has divine masculine and wounded masculine or toxic masculine or maybe f-boy energy that we see a lot going around at the moment or we come across a lot and i'm not going to go solely into masculine energy in this episode because i want to keep it really focused on the divine feminine i'm more than happy to record an episode where we focus on masculine energy if that is something you would like because i actually love the masculine energy in in multiple ways I think that it is a gorgeous energy to have around you to also embody because it can help you make progress in your life and this is the thing the masculine isn't better than the feminine and the feminine isn't better than the masculine they're both important they're both necessary and it's how you're able to as I say go on that self-discovery journey to see how you can be interchangeably going from one energy to the other and That naturally becomes more subconscious the more that you practice this work. And the reason that a lot of the time we act in the wounded energy is when we've suppressed parts of our energy. Another way that you can refer to wounded energy or toxic energy is the shadow self. You might have heard of people in the online space talking about doing shadow work. And shadow work is basically when we've suppressed parts of our personality, parts of our real self and we've portrayed ourselves to be something that we're we're not because we fear rejection or abandonment or we think that we have to act in a certain way in order to be accepted by society and that's why we create this persona which is very much linked to the ego of the shadow self I don't want to go too much and I don't want to lose you. I really want to be able to keep this focused but as I say I'm more than happy to record an episode on masculine energy itself if you would like that. Be sure to let me know on Instagram. Send me a message. So let's get into how we can start to be more within our feminine energy to attract our future self. Now a big part of feminine energy is being in receiver mode. Now, receiver mode isn't about doing nothing at all. It's not about sitting back and waiting for life to happen to you. It's not completely about being passive. I know that a lot of the time, especially when we discover feminine energy, we can have an assumption that feminine energy is about sitting back and waiting and being passive I see feminine energy, especially when we are receiving as being open, because in order for us to be able to be open to receive, we have to be in that mindset that we deserve to receive. When we are in that energy of receiving and our mindset is aligned with our desires and where we see our future self we're able to notice the opportunities that are coming across our path that are giving us that step ahead. It's nudging us in the right direction. Whereas if we are so closed off and we're not receiving anything, any guidance, any support, how are we able to make progress? Now, there's different ways that you can start to practice being in receiver energy more. One can be receiving more compliments from other people i know what we are like as women and i feel it must be a subconscious thing whenever we receive a compliment from a stranger or just from whoever it is we naturally want to push that compliment away and then come at it with a response to undermine the compliments so say if someone compliments you here I do this as well. The reason that I know this is because I do this. I've noticed it in myself, in my friends, in my clients, in my mom, all of the women around me. We've all done it. I've noticed the pattern. So it's, it's definitely not just a you thing and it's not just a me thing. It happens all of the time in different ways. Say if someone compliments your hair and then your response is, oh, it need to wash. Or if someone says, oh, that's a gorgeous outfit. And you're like, oh, this is just as old. I've, I've had it a couple of years now. We completely push the compliments away. We push the energy away instead of embracing the energy and receiving it. Now, this does take practice. And because quite a lot of the time, it's so subconscious when we're pushing things away, we don't realize we're doing it until we've done it. And this is just more around the practicing of when compliments are coming your way. You can receive it. Even as small as a stranger smiling at you, smiling back. I know that there's a real theme of talking about resting bitch face and you know having that kind of look about you but then that's not very inviting to be in receiver mood. so thinking about your own body language and your own patterning and how you can start to open yourself up to receive more things another example is receiving support physical support so whether that is support in your job in your business Getting support, onboarding someone to help you with certain tasks so you're not taking everything on yourself if that is available to you. Finding ways that you can make that happen, getting resourceful, maybe asking for any help from trusted family or friends or just someone who is there to guide you. It can be receiving support in any other way as well through needing to do certain DIY repairs or going to the shops. Getting your car cleaned. I don't know. I'm just using examples. But instead of feeling that you have to do everything, how can you start to be in that energy of receiving when someone offers and you trust that person and it feels good to take them up on that offer and be in that receiver energy? And when we start to receive more, what happens is we expand our energetic capacity to hold more. So, what that means in a practical sense is when we're manifesting our goals, when we're manifesting the life that we want, we have to get used to receiving from the universe. We have to get used to receiving from other people because we're asking for more when we're setting a vision for our future. We're asking for things that aren't here in the physical reality yet. So in order for us to be able to hold more, we have to be able to evident to ourselves, to our subconscious mind, and also energetically that we can handle it and i truly believe that the universe never gives us anything that we don't have the ability to be able to overcome and handle and that helps us to be able to attract more so for example let's use a, let's use a business owner so say you have a vision to grow out a successful business and you want to save x amount of clients and you're already maybe working a part-time job or a full-time job or two part-time jobs while you're juggling building and creating your business and maybe energetically you're at a certain capacity where logistically it can't get to the next level in the time frame that you have so in order to get to the next level then it might require you to look at making some changes and also receiving some support during that period of time And then when you make that decision and you receive the support, you'll probably receive more. And this is just all about being able to feel safe in your body as you hold more. And this is a huge component about feminine energy. The feminine energy seeks safety. Now, quite often what we do subconsciously is we seek safety outside of us and that tends to be in relationships. And if we aren't feeling safe within our own body, that's when we can attract and be magnetized to toxic masculine energy and wounded masculine energy. The key here is to be able to feel safe in your own body in terms of putting yourself out there, in terms of the decisions that you're making, the choices that you're taking and knowing that you feel protected and safe within yourself. And then you deserve more of that energy from Support so whether that is a masculine energy or whether that's friends, but that will then bring more to you. So we've got receiver mode and we've got feeling safe in the body. A big part of feminine energy to be able to magnetize your future self is having trust trust in yourself, trust in the journey that you're on, knowing even now we don't know every single step, we don't know what's around the corner, we trust that we can handle it, we trust that it'll be in our best interest, it will help us and when we have that mindset of I trust me and I trust the universe, I trust God, I trust my angels, wherever you refer to and you're able to move with courage you're then not keeping yourself stuck in fear and limited because you are still taking those steps forward and each time that you do, you start to grow that strength muscle and trust. The feminine requires trust but again, anything that we want to attract has to start from within ourselves. How can you begin to practice more trust in who you are, trusting that you will show up and the times that you don't or the occasions that you've made mistakes and you might have fell off track or done something and you think, oh, wh- why did I do that? It's not about beating yourself up and dwelling and staying in that place. It's more about looking, okay, yeah, I did that. What can I learn from this? How can I ensure this doesn't hold me back? And what's the next like logical step, but also what feels good for me to be able to progress forward? and other elements of feminine energy, which is something that I get so many messages about where people really struggle with this section, and it's connecting to your intuition. When you're connecting to your intuition, it takes time, progress, and trust. We all have the ability to be able to listen to what our intuition is saying, and we are able to receive that straight away. Your intuition is always the first thing that comes to mind it's that first feeling and then what happens is once we have that first feeling it could be a reassuring feeling it could be an idea to reach out to a certain person to go to a certain place to listen to a certain podcast that's all our intuition leading us and guiding us and then when we question that and we start to doubt that it usually comes from a place of fear So you know the difference between whether it's your intuition or whether it's fear through the vibration and the energy of what's going on. Now, if your intuition is telling you to do something or to make a certain decision, I'm not always suggesting that you jump straight off a cliff and you do it immediately if it doesn't feel safe and it doesn't feel right, but it's how you can start to teach your body that it is safe and align things through your action steps through your beliefs what are certain things that you can do to follow your intuition so you're not completely ignoring it it just doesn't feel as big and scary and as overwhelming and I always believe that our intuition will continuously show itself even if we attempt to ignore it and we attempt to push it away and we think oh no we talk ourselves out of it that will continuously reoccur and come up until we take note, until we listen, until we connect with it. Now, I noticed a theme through coaching women that a lot of people really struggle knowing what they want for their future and how they want their future self to feel. And I think that this is something that trips a lot of people up because they overthink, maybe I need to know more than what I do know now And whenever you aren't clear on the details, maybe you struggle being really specific on things that you want in your future, always bring it back to how you want to feel. So if you want to feel a sense of freedom in your life, then get into the root cause of why you want that. Why do you want to feel freedom? What will that mean for your life? What will that create for your life? If you want to feel more love, then why do you want to feel more love, what will that bring to your life, how have you already got love for yourself, how are you able to connect with that emotion and just really stripping it back. I personally benefit from having a clear vision of my future self because I am a specific manifester, my human design chart has that in terms of it's clear from the chart and if you don't know what your human design Chart is, I highly recommend listening to the podcast episode that I recorded with Erin Claire Jones, who is a human design expert. And she has a website where you can check out your human design for free. And it'll really give you some insight around your genetic blueprint and how you manifest best, but also how you function best. It's not just about manifestation, there's just a part of the chart that refers to how you manifest best. So if you're struggling to connect with the bigger vision for your future self, I really encourage you to give yourself the permission to go there, to think big. If anything was possible, what would you want for your life? And you letting your intuition guide you with that decision making, putting pen to paper or visualising or both, seeing what works for you and please don't hold yourself back. Please don't think that you have to judge yourself, it's your vision and you don't want to get to a point. Another another five years time or 10 years time or 20 years time thinking I've not gone after what I want because I've been too afraid and too scared and my intuition has been sending me all these signals. Now the next point is taking time for rest and recovery. In order for us to be able to listen to our intuition, we do have to drown out the noise, not only from our own fear and thoughts through the ego. From other people as well because if we're always distracted and we're always doing and we're always consuming things we're not listening to our voice and we start to then merge what we want with what other people want because we think that, that is what we should be doing or that seems the most popular thing to do and maybe all of this isn't conscious and it's a subconscious thing we just want to be able to fit in so we look to what the majority are doing or what certain successful people have done and think well that they did it that way so that must mean I have to do it that way as well which is not always the case we have to look at developing our own way and this comes with time it comes with self-confidence and it comes with certainty in your future we don't have to Be a carbon copy of someone else, and when you're able to have more rest in your schedule and you're able to really have that reset moment, this is when you can connect to your intuition and find out what you want for your life, what feels good for you. And when we are in more stillness, we almost create a level of boredom. A lot of us now we really struggle, don't we, with letting ourselves be bored. Because we think that, oh, we need to be productive. I need to be doing this. I need to be doing that. And we don't always have to be productive. Sometimes the most productive thing that you can do is rest. And it is recover from the week that you've had. Or the month that you've had. Or whatever you've had going on in your life. And taking that reset moment to just be with your thoughts. And just think about the direction of your life right now. And where you're going. I really love the saying that, and I shared it with the girls in Seduce Your Subconscious earlier this week. That sometimes it's better to it's better to be going slow in the right direction than fast in the wrong direction. And I don't know where this thing came from. In order for me to be able to give them credit, I wish I did. But that thought in itself, and that that quote in itself, really does resonate with me sometimes we have to look at it so much better to go slow in the right direction than go fast in the wrong direction because this is the thing even though we might be going slow in the right direction initially what begins to happen is momentum builds over time which creates faster speed if we know with certainty we're going in the right direction for our future self and our vision then that's fine you know there might be some diverts and challenges for us to overcome we've got the focus we've got the direction pointing in the way that we want it to instead of feeling that we're on this hamster wheel and we're making decisions but we're not consciously making the right decisions for us we're just making them because we feel like we have to make those decisions and then when we're on that trajectory that results in us waking up at some point in our life feeling unhappy with where we are with what we're doing and we think oh no what have I done and we really want to avoid that we want to undo that and I truly believe that sometimes we have to slow down to get further ahead and I know that we want those quick wins, we want to be feeling like we're progressing and we're on this rocket ship and we're moving, moving, moving and that does have a time and a place but I also feel that when you're at a certain point in your life where you're navigating your future self and what you want that you give yourself the space to be able to rest and recover to reflect It's also about remembering especially when you're doing this work and you're manifesting things into your life. Sometimes what we think we want we get and we realise that we don't want it but if we didn't get it then we wouldn't have realised we wouldn't have we don't want it so we had to get it in order to see it actually wasn't what we really wanted and life has a funny way of showing us things where we believe that we wanted a certain outcome. We attract it and then we realise it isn't all it's cracked up to be. And this is why it's so important to not attach our worthiness and our value to something outside of us. And that's my next point from Rest and Recovery is about connecting to your self-worth. The feminine is all about inner worthiness and recognising her worth and not feeling that anything outside of her can take away how she feels about herself and her worth and this takes practice because we've grown up in a world where we have been led to believe that everything external to us validates our worthiness and our value overall so what car we drive what clothes we wear what job we do how much money we make how pretty we are what our body type is all of those things we've been led to believe Label us as being worthy, desirable, successful, and it's so easy, especially when you're in the self-development world, to attach a label to that particular thing, and then this is when we're always in this chasing mood because we're not seeing that we're already enough in who we are. And look, I'm definitely not saying don't be ambitious and don't have certain goals and dreams to improve yourself if you want to work on changing your body so you feel healthier so you feel sexier go for that I love to I love all of that don't feel that it's the sole reliant or it's the sole thing that makes you worthy and good enough because it's not there's so many more layers to you so yeah go after the goals go and do the things that you want to do I'm rooting for you to be able to achieve that and I'm sure that you will but at the same time we don't want to put ourselves in a position that something that can be taken from us equals our worth because then that's a very dangerous place for us to be and if we want to truly rise up in our divine feminine energy and to feel fulfilled in what we're doing in the life that we have as our future self we want to be able to connect with that inner worthiness and the ways in which that we do that is seeing the value that we bring in who we are the characteristics of us not just the external achievements but just who you are as a person how you show up as a friend how you show up as a sister as a girlfriend as a wife as a client as a coach as a colleague as an employee as a boss it's all of those ways like how you show up to other people in relationships is is just as important, if not more important, I think, than just the external achievements. And then I do want to touch briefly on cyclical living because it is something that I have started to delve more and more into the world of cyclical living. Especially when it comes to cycle syncing, tracking my cycle, connecting with my body, finding out what's going on with my hormones. And I don't know an awful lot or enough to be able to fully share lots and lots of things with you because I'm still on this journey of finding out I guess and discovering more but really what I do know is that we have an inner season or we have inner seasons as women and if we think about the way the earth and the planet goes through seasons so we have the winter, the spring, the summer, autumn, our bodies go through a similar cycle and when we are in our in a winter that is when we have our bleed that's when we have our period and even if you have gone through the menopause or even if you are on the contraceptive pill and you don't have a bleed your body will still go through this although i'm not an expert on those things and i do know from when i had ashling aok nutrition on the podcast well over a year ago now she was talking a lot about how birth control Can impact our hormones, which is all fascinating to me. I I do find this stuff really interesting and very much related to feminine energy because it's about the feminine body, the female body, I should say. So, when you're able to recognize what's going on internally in your body, what season your body is in, you're then able to plan your life as much as possible, depending on your circumstances around that. So you can get the most out of it. So when you know you're in your summer season and your energy is going to be more outwards because you're going to have more energy, that's when you can maybe put yourself out there more, you can schedule things more because you have that inner energy, your, your feminine energy is in alignment with that. And then there's lots of other aspects that, as I say, I'm still learning, I would love to record future podcast episodes when i know more about it but i did want to bring it in because i'm reading a book at the moment which is called in the flow and i've spoken about the flow app on previous episodes as well one of my clients mentioned an app called stardust which is great apparently for tracking your cycle and i think there's so many things now out there that we can learn and, and use as, as women to be able to work with our cycles and not work against our bodies and not make our cycles be something dirty or something we should ignore or we have to oh uh, with such a burden how are we able to make the most of that and empower ourselves within our bodies and see all of the amazing magic that a female body has and what it brings So to wrap up, we've spoken about receiving, trusting, connecting to your intuition. And I also wanted to briefly mention with the intuition point is this is all about being heart-centered, living from the heart, listening to the heart. Feminine leadership is about being heart-led and doing the right thing. Obviously, There's kind of pros and cons to that without going too much off on a tangent, but we never want our emotions to lead us astray. And I know as women, we can definitely fall into that. So it's how you find the right balance for you. Taking time for rest and recovery, connecting to your inner worthiness, and applying more cyclical living into your lifestyle and into your routine. So let's talk about how you can start to implement some of this, because I know I've shared a lot of information with you and information is great knowledge is power as they say but knowledge is not very useful if we're not applying it to our life and we're not beginning to look at how this works for us so just want to add to this isn't about being perfect and this definitely isn't me suggesting that by tomorrow you need to start consciously applying all of these points straight away i advocate for starting small and building Not overwhelming yourself, not over committing, not putting too much pressure on yourself, just starting and having one point of focus, committing to it, applying, having a little check in, seeing how you're going, and just continuously practicing on that one thing. When you get good at that one thing, when you feel that you're really aligned with that, that's when you can add on. You can add on another layer, then another layer, and it's practice. So please be patient with yourself, which is another feminine trait, having patience patience with your journey. I really would love for you to take some time to just reflect on how you're feeling in your life right now and notice what is going well. So what is flowing and just seems to be aligning and you feel really good about what area in life comes to mind and then notice what you are trying to force and push. Maybe think about what areas of your life are you being too passive on as well where you might be forcing certain areas and then in other areas you might not be taking any action and you might be being too passive and that means no change is happening so you're getting really frustrated because you feel like you're not making any progress towards your future self. Most importantly when you think about the life that you desire or the future that you desire how do you want to feel? and is how you're currently feeling in alignment, and even if that's quite small, just recognizing what area of your life is that, and how can you start to move away from the things slowly that don't feel in alignment. Think about what makes you happy, and what brings you fulfillment, and what you enjoy, and then think about what you don't enjoy, what is frustrating, what is just not just doesn't make you feel good and how can you start to do less of those things slowly but surely and how can you start to introduce more of the things that make you feel happy and as I say just focusing on one thing at a time even listening back to that section of the episode and making some notes and just reflecting and looking at where you are right now in life and how you want to feel really what this is about is when you do achieve those goals and you get to your future self and once you are at your future self you will have another future self because that's how life works but i would much prefer us to be at our future selves and feel fulfilled and feel happy and feel content and feel aligned with our bodies and how we feel than get quickly to an end result and not feel good and I think a lot of the time we ignore that and we just focus more on the end result outcome. When really, for me anyway, this is obviously just my opinion. I wouldn't want to get to an end result of my future self with all these external achievements. And then lots of other areas in my life not feeling good and feeling aligned. So it is important to take that holistic point of view for your life and where you're at. Obviously, we can't always be balanced 100% you can find your own way in what feels good, what season your life is currently in right now, what your point of focus is and have that confidence that you can show up. So I'm going to leave the episode there because it has been a very long one. I hope that you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. If you did, then don't forget to take a screenshot of this episode, add it to your stories, tag me, let me know what your biggest breakthrough was from this episode, share it with your followers, let them know what content you're listening to and how it has helped you and if you think I've earned it don't forget to leave the podcast a five-star review you can do that either over on Spotify where you see the stars or on Apple with a written review because it really does help boost the algorithm of the podcast and when like-minded people come across the podcast like yourself they'll be able to look at the, the reviews and think, oh, this looks like a good podcast. I'm going to check it out. So thank you so much for your time. I'm really grateful to have you here and I hope you have a gorgeous rest of your day, wherever you are in the world listening to me and I'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you so much for listening to Lift Yourself Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe. And if you would like to see more content from me, follow me on Instagram at underscore lifts underscore. If you're feeling generous, give this podcast a review on the Apple Podcast app as it will help this podcast get in front of more people who need to hear this content. Thank you so much for listening. I am so, so grateful to have you with me and I'm really looking forward to speaking to you next time.